Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Wow. Tomorrow we have the privilege of beginning Beratius, starting all over again. And amazing, in this first parsha of the Torah, the Torah covers the first thousand years of civilization. The Torah, according to the Chinuch in Parshas, Beratius has one positive mitzvah, the mitzvah of pruervu, procreation, of bringing children into this world. There's no question about it, but that our Torah has the capacity to communicate so much in so few words. If so, I'd like to ask the opening question of Rashi, but in a little bit of a different way. Namely, why was it necessary for the Torah to begin with the account of creation? And Rashi tells us, and we should remember this all the time, that the book of Beratius is our deed to the land of Israel. That if the nations of the world, says Rashi, and it's incredible that Rashi wrote, it would appear with nothing less than Ruach HaKodesh, divine inspiration. Because what does Rashi say? That should the nations of the world, should they say to and regarding the Jewish people, listematem, that you are a bunch of thieves, a bunch of robbers. After all, you've stolen the land of Israel from the nations that were there prior to you. We have an answer, namely, Beratius Baralukim. Hashem created the world. The world is His. It's His choice to give whatever piece of land He wants to whomever. Initially, He gave it to them, and now He gave it to us. Now, when we tell this to the non-Jews, will the UN accept this and therefore say, oh, we're sorry, we've been accusing you of this for the last 50 years and more? The answer is no. But who is it for? It's for us to convince and to remind ourselves without any shadow of a doubt that the land of Israel belongs to the Jewish people. But I'd like to ask, why do we need the detailed account of creation to know what it is that Hashem brought forth on each particular day when at the surface, according to our rabbis, it could be exceedingly misleading. One could get the impression that on the first day Hashem created light, and on the second day the waterworks, and it's and, and, and. No! Rashi tells us in more than one place that Bereshis Borlokim Eis Hashemayim. What is the word Eis there for? Ace is Lorabos. The Torah could have said, Bereshis Borolokim Hashemayim Ve'oretz, the heaven and the earth. What's the Ace Hashemayim, the heaven, the Ace Oretz, and the land? And Rashi tells us that everything was created on the first day. However, it was implemented on the particular day. And so, after all, how would we know? creation in seven days from the psukim that we're going to recite tomorrow 
in the Shachrish Shmona Esrei and as part of our Kiddusha Rabba. V'sham Rubenei Yisrael Masa Shabbos. Why? Kisheshes Yomim Asa Hashem Asa Shemayim Ve'asa Oretz. For Hashem created the world in literally six days. So why do I need the Bereshis? So I'd like to share with you a very important Rashi, which is found in chapter 2, verse 4 and verse 5, whereby the Torah tells us, this is the accounting of creation and the unfolding thereof. And the Torah tells us something very interesting, that the trees of the field and all the vegetation had not yet grown, even though the Torah tells us that Hashem created trees, vegetation, on the third day, why had the vegetation not grown? Because it had not rained. And why not? Go on in that Pasuk, chapter 2, verse 5, for Adam Ayin, as there was no man, la'avod esa Adama. There was no man to literally work the ground, to work the soil. Now, Rashi tells us, what does that mean? Ein Adam la'avod esa Adama. There was no man to work the ground. Ein makir bitovasan shalkshamim. When the Torah tells us that Hashem created Adam, b'tzalmenu kidmuseinu, in our likeness, in our image, what does that mean? So Rashi says, with intelligence, right? That man had very great intelligence, and therefore Hashem was waiting for man who understood that this vast world without any vegetation, any growth on the surface was lacking rain. So therefore, Ukshaba Adam, when the first man was created, Viyoda, and he understood, Shaheim Tsorech Olam, that rain was necessary for the world, his Palela Lehem, Adam prayed for rain, Viyordu, and the rain descended, and then v'tzamcho ilanos v'tshoim, and then the trees and all the vegetation sprouted therefrom. Ah, oh. teaches Rabbi Rucham Levavitz Zatzal in his Das Torah that this is hineze yesod bebrias kula, that the Torah is teaching us a very basic principle regarding the function of this world. I don't need to know necessarily what happened on the third day, the fifth day, etc. So much more is being taught to us. In order for you to get, for man, for society, to get what they need, you have to ask for it. In other words, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in His infinite wisdom, recognized that in order for man to have a connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he is going to 
provide for man what he needs when and if man asks for it. And therefore, this will ensure a constant connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And so he says, Puk Chazi, open your eyes and take a look. After all, the Ovos and the Imohos, right? Our patriarchs and matriarchs, he says, take note that they did not receive that which they needed unless first they prayed and the Torah points this out. If you take a look at the very beginning of Parshas Toldos and the Torah tells us that Rivka Imenu was an Akara. She could not have children. And what does the Torah say? And you might think that, why does the Torah have to teach us this? After all, it's so obvious. But no. The Torah tells us that Yitzchak davened to Hashem. Literally, opposite his wife, on behalf of his wife, because she was barren. Oh, and the Torah then goes on to say what? Hashem. Hashem responds positively. And Vatahar and the rest, quote, is history. And let's take a look at Rachel Imenu. Go to chapter 30 in the book of Bereshis and take a look at Pasuk 22. After Leah already has six children, six sons, Hashem remembered Rachel. What does that mean, he remembered? So Rashi says, He remembered, He quotes the Gemara in Bava Basra, 123a, that Hashem remembered the incredible act of kindness that Rachel, on the night of her wedding, gave over secret password to her sister not to embarrass and humiliate Leah. What an incredible act of kindness. Wouldn't you and I think that this would be sufficient vis-a-vis HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that maybe she too was entitled to some happiness and joy in this world in the form of a child giving her the opportunity for eternity as well. And the Torah continues to say that after Hashem remembered Rachel, Elokim. What does that mean? Hashem listened to her. What does that mean? He listened to her. It means he listened to her tfilos. That in order for Rachel to merit her Yosef, she had to be mispalil for him. A very powerful concept the Torah is teaching us through this concept of man praying for rain. And indeed, there's a double entendre here. The Pesach reads, Adam Ayin, there was no man, 
La'avod es adama. The word la'avod has two different meanings. One, the literal meaning of to work, to work the land. And the other meaning is to pray every day in the first of the last three brachos. In every Shmona Esrei, Ritzei, we ask Hashem to please accept our prayers, our Shmona Esrei, and Vosheves Ho'avuda, please restore the service referring to the Korbonos, Lidvir Beisecha, to the Beis Hamigdosh. And therefore, the idea is that the Torah is being Merames. There was no man to pray. Man prayed, and he got. In yesterday's Shir Shalyom, in Tilim Pei Aleph, the 81st Psalm, so King David tells us in verse 11, Onochi Hashem Elokecha, I am your God, Hamaocha Me'eretz Misraim, who literally raised you up from the land of Egypt, and listen to the next three words. What does it mean? Harchev picha v'amaleu. Open your mouth wide, and I will fill it up. Come on. The last time we used this concept of open your mouth wide, either it was the dentist asking you so he can please get a good view of your mouth, or when you had to give some medicine to your child, you said to your child, come on, open up wide. What is David Melech saying over here? Open up wide, and I will fill it. Says Rashi, Harchev Picha, Lish O Mimeni, ask from me, daven to me, call to Avas Nafshecha, all that which your heart Libecha does desires. Ah, oh, and then Va'amaleu says Rashi, in accordance with your asking, Amale, that's what I will respond and give to you. And so, especially we who have undergone these last months, the pandemic, what have we learned? We've learned that we should be Makir Tov, there was no rain because there was no one to appreciate the rain. Man had to appreciate the rain in order for it to rain. We are to appreciate and not take for granted whatever we have. We saw how life from one moment to the next, we saw in terms of jobs from one moment to the next, what can you take for granted? And the answer is absolutely nothing. So each and every day we are to be makir tovaso. Each and every day we are to appreciate amachadesh betuvo b'chol yom tomid masei When did creation happen? And you're going to tell me 5,781 years ago. And I'm sorry to disappoint you, but I'm going to tell you that creation happened right this day. And that's how we should be privileged to look at it, to appreciate, and to connect with HaKadosh Baruch Hu in a very real way. And let's remember what David says, ask and you get. Davin, with a great sense of true appreciation, and realize that there are three pillars 
Torah, wow. Kimilas chasodim, wow. Tefillah, avodah, come on. And the Torah teaches us, Bereshis, that avodah is as crucial to this world as Torah and Gemilus Chasodim. Shabbat Shalom to all.